Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 9 The Rebbe and the Individual. The concept of the Neshama Klolis reframes our understanding of the deep soul connection between the Rebbe and Hasid. Clearly, unlike a standard student-teacher relationship in which the teacher conveys information and perspective that is relevant to the student, the Chassid sees his soul as part of the Neshama Klolis of the Rebbe. By connecting to a Rebbe, one accesses the root of their own soul. The Rebbe does not seem to be an external inspiration. Rather, he is the foundational tzaddik which constitutes my truest self. With Hasidus being all about revealing the inner soul, the encompassing soul of the Rebbe is the basis of any such experience. As discussed extensively in previous chapters, Hasidus is centered upon accessing the Yechida in day-to-day life. Hasidus teaches that the Yechida, which is the Jewish soul's core, is not meant to exist somewhere within the recesses of the Jewish heart. Instead, it ought to permeate daily life. This soul revelation is meant to cause encompassing dedication to God as well as revolutionize Jewish unity. Also discussed was Mashiach's statement that his arrival will be caused by spreading the wellsprings of Hasidus outwards. The link between Mashiach and Hasidus was explained in the context of Mashiach serving as the macro Yechida of all generations. As discussed above, Mashiach's many accomplishments are all expressions of his encompassing Yechida effect. The popularization of Hasidus prepares the world for Mashiach's arrival because it is a sample of the real thing. By making the Yechida relevant to every element of life, Hasidus causes the entire person to be absorbed by the Yechida's permeating truth. This revelation of the Yechida is a foretaste of Mashiach and causes the world to be properly conditioned for Mashiach's arrival. The Yechida theme of Hasidus explains the classification of the Rebbe as being the Yechida Klolis, the general soul of the generation. The Rebbeim's ability to uncover the depths of potential and value within each and every individual results from their role as the encompassing soul of Israel. A Rebbe can realize the best within each person and guide them in bringing it to fruition because the individual is a part of the Rebbe's collective soul. While there may have been errors in Jewish history when it was difficult to determine who the acting Neshama Klolis was, in recent centuries, it has become increasingly clear. As we approach the age of Mashiach when the Yechida will fully permeate our existence, the leadership of the generation's general soul has become more apparent. 
Chassidus is preparing us for Mashiach's arrival by bringing our Yechidas to the fore, and it is only the Rebbe which entirely lives Yechida who can make that happen. A Rebbe doesn't seek to change his followers. Instead, he teaches them who they really are. A Rebbe doesn't hand his Hasidim tasks, he directs them in fulfilling their purpose. A Rebbe doesn't argue his point to the Hasid, rather the Rebbe elevates the Hasid to a place of clarity where the Rebbe's directive is the most natural choice. Whether the Hasid understands the directive or not is irrelevant, somehow the Rebbe's instruction resonates as the thing that must be done. Section 4, A Rebbe's Influence, The Nurturing Shepherd Our sages describe Moshe Rabbeinu as a roer ne'emon, a faithful shepherd. On a basic level, this is an observation of Moshe's attentive leadership, likened to a shepherd who dedicatedly tends to his entire flock, Moshe faithfully looked after the material and spiritual needs of each and every individual. On a deeper level, the Aramaic term for faithful shepherd, Raya Mehemna, provides insight into Moshe's role in fostering Jewish identity. Beyond being a faithful shepherd, Moshe's title can also refer to how he shepherded and nourished the people with faith. Emunah, or supra-rational faith, is not an add-on to the Jewish psyche. Rooted within the subconsciousness of every Jew, Emunah is representative of every Jew's intrinsic bond with God. Just as it is virtually impossible for a person to deny their own existence, the Jewish soul senses similar irrevocable clarity regarding God's existence. The role of the Raya Mehemna is to bring this intrinsic bond to the forefront of Jewish life and observance. While we all have this faith, we are independently unequipped to bring it to frequent practical expression. Although every mitzvah we perform attaches us to God, we may perceive that bond to be extrinsic to who we really are. We reason, those are my actions or even my values, but not me. What is unique about Moshe and his subsequent extension in every generation is that their soul's bond with God is never obscured. Moshe or any Neshama Klolis remain as connected to God down here amidst their people as they were up there in their soul's lofty source. It is this unique quality which allows the Neshama Klolis to tap into our souls and reveal our intrinsic faith and identity, bringing it to everyday experience. Therefore, Moshe specifically is tasked with connecting the Jewish people with God in a manner that exposes who we really are. What being Jewish really feels like. The nourishment of faith caused by these dedicated leaders has wide-ranging relevance. 
They cultivate within us a palpable sense of Jewish identity that has numerous important expressions. Among them are the following four ideas. Number one, das in elikus. Usually translated as knowledge, das describes a deep sense of acquisition and connection to an idea. The concept resonates deeply with the person, causing permeating and lasting results. Das in godliness means that the divine truth reverberates through the person, not as an informational understanding, but as an absolute reality. While faith may be abstract and facts can easily be disregarded, Das carries a conviction that is sure to have personal relevance. The Raya Mehemna's teachings carry unique potency. Rather than only conveying information, they prompt a sense of Das and internalization. This causes the Jew to experience complete immersion in the ideals taught, causing proper dedication to God. Rather than being a subject of study, it becomes who we are. Number two, Mesiris Nefesh. Jewish self-sacrifice is not limited to knowledgeable or devout Jews. History has shown that even the most misguided Jews possess an inner sense that makes it impossible for them to knowingly separate themselves from God. When put to the test of persecution, Jews of all backgrounds gave the ultimate sacrifice. Throughout the ages, millions of men, women, and children have forfeited their lives rather than forsaking their godly bond. In times of persecution, the Moshes of those generations worked tirelessly at nurturing the soul connection of the Jewish people. They strengthened the Jewish spirit and brought the depths of the soul's conviction to the fore. They caused ordinary people to apply Mesiris Nefesh to the everyday. These shepherds of faith caused the realization that beyond dying for the faith, every effort should also be extended in keeping all of God's mitzvahs. Number three, wanting Mashiach. When times in exile are calm and prosperous, one may expect the longing for Mashiach to abate somewhat. After all, we were born into this reality of Golis, as were our ancestors before us. After almost 2,000 years, how uncomfortable can we possibly feel about living another day in exile? Isn't this our normal? If we are not facing abject suffering and torture, are we not expected to feel comfortable in our assumed home? However, the Raya Mehemna's effect in revealing our core identity changes that completely. Rather than only revealing our true connection to God as a last resort, the Moshe of the times can empower us to live with this sense of identity in prosperous times as well. We can come to realize that this unbreakable bond is what really matters to all parts of our psyche. We realize that what matters most to us is for God and his beloved people to finally come home. This sense is so pervasive that the comforts of the time do nothing to quell our soul's unsatiable yearning. In this light, another moment in exile is 
an excruciating impossibility. The expectation that Golas will not continue is in our bones, and we dedicate all our efforts to intensify our Torah and mitzvah activities to bring Mashiach now. Number four, Jewish unity. Our common godly identity is the primary factor that unites us as a people. Being that all of our souls are an actual part of God and God is one, we are all inherently one. Idealistically beautiful as it sounds, it's rather difficult to accomplish. To view every person solely by their most soulful godly spark is an obvious detachment from the here and now of everyday life. One must de-emphasize the noticeable distinction between people and highlight the common inner soul to make it happen. This can be accomplished by deep internal avoda, but is there a way to cherish every person for their external selves too? Here is where the Raya Mehemna's effect in cultivating our Jewish consciousness comes into play. When the person integrates their yechida into their being, they can begin to view others in a similar way. One recognizes that just as their whole self is intrinsically bound to and expressive of their Jewish core, so too every Jew is entirely Jewish through and through. Although a Jew may be lacking full expression of their Jewishness in some behaviors, that is most probably due to misguided instruction rather than blatant disregard of their true self. With this insight, Jewish unity encompasses the whole Jew, body and soul, from their internal core to their external character.